podcast our purpose is to positively building men both young and seasoned our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives families and communities as a man thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime get ready to be encouraged engaged and challenged in this podcast you would expect to know what men go through hear us laugh cry share our personal challenges in this walk of life as a man thinks. Hello, welcome back to As a Man Thinks. I am Deshaun Brown, Vice President of As a Man Thinks. Courtney Dennis, President of As a Man Thinks. LJ Roach. What's your title, dog? The Director <laughs> of Events and Operations. So we are happy to have LJ. You may see Kyrie's not here. We're not gonna clown him much where he's not here, but. We definitely have another brother here, so we're excited to have LJ. LJ's, you know, a part of our board member here, and he's great to have him here. So welcome, LJ. Thank I you. mean, I mean, it's not like we missing Kyrie. <laughs> I mean, Kyrie, when he is with us, he sits here like a stunt dummy. He don't say nothing. So at the end of the day, this was very easy to replace him. <laughs> at least we're gonna have somebody that's gonna be vocal and open their mouth. You know, Kyrie said he got a stomach bug. He's sick. Oh, okay. Whatever. Well, listen, we hope you feel better, man, but you already know. You probably going to get clowned most of this show. So, but uh, fact, who is Kyrie? That's your boy. That's who? That's your partner. What you mean? That's your boy. I just think he's a replacement. <laughs> I mean, we just easily. It was way too easy to replace him. You know what I'm saying? It was way too easy. I'm going to stand up for you a little bit. You are one of the founding fathers of this organization, so um, I will let that be known. And we're going to let him clown you for a little while, but I'm not going to let him get down like that. Kyrie ain't found nothing. (laughs) He just showed up at the right place at the right time. That's it. Well, that that leads us to the subject that we're going to talk about today. So our subject is friend or foe. So basically, are you a friend? Are you a foe? And what does that difference look like? So we actually was having a conversation before we started. So we said, let's go ahead and get this recording going so we can go through it. So what is friend or foe? What does that mean? Courtney, you have some, some really good advice about what does that look like? People bring you down. But what does friend or foe mean? Y'all? I mean, I think when you look it up as a dictionary to see what it is, Kyrie Pitcher pop up. You know, that, I just think <laughs> And, and, under, and under it's very clear. No, under foe. Okay. <laughs> you know? So, but, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, friend or foe. And and one thing that I was telling Deshaun uh, and LJ this morning, I was talking with my sister, and we were talking about how sometimes you can be in friendships and grow out of friendships. Uh, and, and, and that's just amazing because you think to yourself, man, you know, you got friends. And you got people and we are all here, you know, on this earth and we create all these different friendships. But sometimes, you know, your friendship could be for a season. You know, it's not for a lifetime. Yeah, I definitely believe that. I've heard it said that uh, some people are seasonal. So you got to be careful with what you say to friends, right? Some friends are seasonal. What I mean is some seasons are longer than others. You know, some people may have a short season, like 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 our season. But then is it a long season? 
the part that you spoke about that I really liked was, you know, are your friends bring you up or they bring you down? You always heard that you're like in the middle of the people you hang around. So if you put yourself around people who make you feel comfortable or you you know you're probably doing better than, is that really influencing you? Or is that detrimental to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you gotta be careful, you know, because I, I think that, you know, I've been in positions where, you know, I've had friends that had more than me. And I've been in situations where I had friends that had less than me. Uh, <clears throat> I think that, you know, you can't really base it off all the time on a, a financial standpoint, but it's a mindset. So, you know, my mindset may be at one particular level of, you know, of my life where God's doing something and he's, and I'm just full go, right? And then somebody else might be at a level would have, you know, a lot of less faith than what I have, you know, like Kyrie. Kyrie don't have faith, okay? He, he just wakes up every morning and starts his day and hopes that today's going to be great. I don't hope today's going to be great. I speak that today's going to be great. So that's the difference in our friendship. Our friendship is I have ye of much faith and he has ye of little faith. So, so we've tried to build him up, but we've come to the conclusion that there's no hope. <laughs> so I agree with both of you. Um, you. You definitely want friends or associates and or associates that are basically a level above you, if not more, because you want to strive to where to, to get to where they are. Um, and you can't do that when you hang around people that are not at your level or below you. Now, you, you still have your friends that, you know, are below you or at your level, and you're helping bring them up, but you can't let them hold you back from doing what you need to do. You can't always include them in your circle when you're doing stuff with, uh, let's just say your upper echelon. Um, and, uh, you know, and they're like, man, you never invite me to do this. You're always doing that. that you're hanging out with such and such, you know, you're a hater, blah, blah, blah. No, you're not ready for that level. Mm -hmm. I can't put you in that That's circle. That's really good. Really so, good. you know, you have to watch and, and, and be able to cultivate people to a certain level if that's something you can do. Some people, everyone can't do that, you know, and they're not willing to do it. Um, you know, we have this uh, crab in a barrel mentality sometimes, and, uh, you know, you want to get yours, you're not worried about no one else, but I can promise you we do better as a people when we join together mm -hmm. and bring our resources together and, and, and make things happen. Other races have done it, of nationalities. They come from different nationalities and countries come to America and make things happen. We have been born in America and are trying to fight each other because I, I don't want to get any, in, into any conspiracy theories or anything, but you know, we've been held down, to be honest, mm -hmm. uh, taught a certain way, stripped of our, our identity and all this, you know? So um, that's not an excuse though. I mean, the example's out there and we just need to make it happen and follow it. Um, so that's, that's my thought on that. Yeah, I, I love that. So, I mean, both of y'all talked about things that I believe. So Courtney, you talked a little bit about financial and that financial burden, how it can have some time. And you also talked about faith, right? And you went into a little bit of that friendship and then what we need to do as a culture. And I think that's the issue. You see a lot of culturally, you do see the crab in the barrel mentality. Culturally, you do see people say, well, 
they're not on a level that I am, so I don't want to be connected to them. But what is that balance? What is that balance where you you still have those friends who you want to influence, or maybe you just have a genuine relationship, but then you also have those friends who you're like, man, these people are doing things. I want to be at that level and connect with them on that level. And some of them are cultures that we are, some of them are cultures that we are. Mm-hmm. Where is that balance at? Or is there? Is there a balance so that we can grow and then hopefully bring those with us? Or, you know, is there? Is there a balance in that? I yeah, believe I think, there is a balance. Yeah, I um, think so too. I think it's just like what LJ said, you know, you have, because when he said that, something clicked, right? You have certain friends that, hey, I, I may be connecting with, you know, some people that are above my level, okay? And they're showing me things about life that I never know because they're trying to bring me up to their level, okay? Even though their level will not stop, they're going to continue to grow, but they're at least trying to minimally get me to their level. So if I have friends that are below me, sometimes I may not bring those friends to, you know, certain events with these people because I feel like, man, you know, they're not, I know I'm not on that level and I know, you know, I'm trying to get there and, um, you know, and, and, because sometimes you take these people, right, and you bring them to certain situations, right, and they can't comprehend. Right. They don't even know how to interact. Right. They don't even know how to communicate. They don't even know how. You, they feel like, man, I, I'm not even supposed to be here. Why, you know, now I feel out of place. And you never want to put a person in a position like that. Yeah. Someone's going to get embarrassed, whether it's you or them. And I'm... Um... At the same time, you know, you, you you bring someone out of their element and you try to help them and they're not ready for it. Um, it can hinder your growth with someone. Someone else is going to look at you and say, look, I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to help you, your best friend, your, 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 your brother, this, that, and the other. I'm trying to mentor you, get you down, you know, to where you can be involved. And after you get yourself settled, then you help other people. Mm-hmm. And other people got to realize that sometimes it takes you to get to where you need to be at before you can help someone else. You got to take care of your own house. That's right. Before you can help others. And, you know, one thing that we know, you know, being Christian men, is that um, God wants us to love our brothers no matter what. You know, we're, we're going to be there. You know, we're, I'm not the type of person that's going to cut you off because you're not on my level. I've had friends that made way more money than me, yep. millionaires, mm-hmm. and, and are friends. And um, and I have people that are poorer than me that are better friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, that you can't manage your relationship on a financial status of other people. Um I believe that a lot of people tend to start classifying their relationships with people and cutting people off. Uh, if you're going to cut someone out of your life, make it be for a good reason. Right, right. Um, because you are trying to help them and they won't take heed. You know, you, you got someone's addicted to drugs and you're trying to get them into rehab and, you know, you're doing all you can to help them out. And, and, and they just, they may go, may not go, but they can't get over it. There's only so much you can do. You can lead the horse to water. You can't make it drink. 
That's true. I, I would say this. Uh, this is one of the things that stuck out was um, a mentor of mine told me. He says, you know, God has a plan for you and he's going to take you at God's speed. I have the mentality uh, in my life that I want to see everybody that's in my circle, everybody's around me, I want to see them successful. It's not about me. Okay, it's about the fact of, do I want to be successful? Yes. Do I want to do great things in life? Yes. But I want the people around me to be in a really good space. And he said to me, he said, I just want you to understand there's going to be some things that God gives me to share with you that's not always for the people around you. It's for you. You know, so I go back and I think about the fact that you know, when God comes and he chases us and he comes after us, he meets us where we are. No matter how low we are, no matter how high we are, no matter how in the valley we are, he will meet us where we are. So in the same token, I believe that he also expects us to meet people in general where they are. And you can't really judge an individual by where they are. But I also think that you also have to recognize, you know, when an individual is not trying to help themselves and they're pulling you down. And when that's happening, you got to detach yourself from that person that's right. because it's just like you're in, a, uh, uh, you're in the ocean and you're swimming and you got an individual that can't swim. They're not trying to drown you, but they're in a panic yeah. and they're pulling on you. And, then, and you're going under with them and you ain't got none, no balance. Eventually, you got to make a decision that you're going to let them go mm. to save your life or you both are going to drown. So, you know, I come to the place in my life where it's like, OK, I recognize the individual that's around me and I have to be very comfortable with the individuals around me. I feel like every individual I have around me, they have total access to my house, to my things, to anything. And I'm comfortable with them. You know, and one says, hey, I need to borrow this. You have it. You can have it. Hey, go get it. You know, but there's people also that I had to cut off that I wouldn't be as comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to, though. So you got to make sure there's boundaries. And then, like I said, some relationships are seasonal. So you don't want to hold on to something that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You're holding on to something that don't need to and now whatever you're holding on to is more detrimental to you and somebody said earlier is detrimental to them mm -hmm. sometimes you need that separation of relationships with somebody maybe y'all have that uncomfortable relationship where you know what we weren't on the same page now we can get back to or maybe they're gone forever mm -hmm. but at the very least it's hard to hold on to something that doesn't make sense the both of you all said something i want to go back on and um both of y'all spoke about mentors so I heard you mention mentor. And to me, I established mentors as a relationship part of it too. And, and, and you know, when we went to go do the young men in Atlanta, we talked about what mentors is. Mm -hmm. And I think mentors is a great relationship of what relationships and friendships should look like. Because in most mentors, you should have somebody that can pour into you. Someone that you look to and say, man, I want to be at that level someday. Mm -hmm. And then you have people on your level that you work with. Y'all are both on the same level. Y'all doing things. Y'all are trying to do more. But then you're also going to be having those that you're pouring into, those that you're getting from your mentors and those you relate to and pouring into the people who may not be on your level, right? But you can't have more people that's not on your level that you're pouring into 
than people that you relate to and people right. that you're on a high level than. So it's the same thing with relationships. You can't have a situation where all you're pouring into is the people that only are on your level. Mm-hmm. Because after before you know it, you're going to be in that same situation. You're going to have financial issues. You're going to have faith issues. You're going to have marriage issues. Mm-hmm. The things that you see people dealing with, oh, I can't deal with this in my marriage. Now you're having that marriage issue. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at women a certain way. You're looking at men a Whatever you do, you're going to have these issues because you're only connected to people that are on the same level or lower to the level that you have. You have to have people that's connected that's on your same level and then that's older to you that can pour into you in your life. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I man, I, I agree with that. And it's crazy because I have multiple mentors. I have spiritual mentors. I have uh, financial mentors. Uh, and, and I will tell you on a spiritual side, you know, that's very important to me. So I don't allow just anybody to speak into my life. And, you know, I've had people in my life that every single time I've spoken with them, it's always been about, oh, God's going to do this. And it's, uh, it's just always positive, right? It's always positive. It's always, you know, this, this is positive, right? I enjoy having the mentor that correct me that say, hey, you need to fix this, or that ain't right there. And I have some people, you know, I have I have a, a pastor friend of mine that holds me accountable. They give me that know? constructive criticism. Holds me, holds me accountable. You know, Pastor Marcus, he holds me accountable. You know, he don't just tell me what I want to hear. You know, he tell me some things that sometimes I'd be like, oh, you know, but I know that God's utilizing him to speak into my life. So whether it's good or bad, I got to be able to receive it and then make some changes too. Yeah. you know, yeah. and then on a, on a, on a, on a financial standpoint, I mean, I got people that speak into my life and they're just like, okay, you know, I know where you want to go, but let me show you how you're going to get there. Because you're never going to get to a place of wealth just by oops. Or somebody knock on your door and say, here you go. Drop it in your lap. Not. You can't even win the lottery without purchasing the ticket. No. People always talk about their faith and how the Bible says faith without works is dead. I look at that like this. You can have all the faith in the world. You could pray every single day and you could say, oh, God's going to do this, right? But if you don't get your butt up and get out of the bed and you don't put forth the effort and you don't put forth the work, you're not going to, you can lay there all day and, and hope that God's going to do it. He's not. I don't believe it. I don't believe he's just going to show up at your door and say, here you go. You've been set free. No, you have to do something. And when you do something, there's a reaction that causes something to happen in your life. So I, I just believe that. Yes, yes, yes. It said there's faith in the doing. It's not just, you know, faith that our works we know is dead, but there's faith in the doing. If you do something, it's exercising and activating that faith that you say you have, but you got to show about what you do. So I agree. Then we spoke about division. You can speak, but we, we spoke about division too. You know, they say, you know, where there's no unity, there's no power. So I can be connected to somebody who's divided in your vision and what you think of. I'm, I'm going to let LJ jump in there and say, I just want to say one thing. 
LJ has contributed more to this podcast than Kyrie has contributed in every podcast that we've done. So in just one podcast, this the, the impact that he has had has been just phenomenal. And I just want to tell Kyrie, I hope that you're listening and you're applauding because I want you to look at him as a mentor and be like him, okay? Be like him, Kyrie, and you will be great in life. Kyrie, we got a peach slip over here, I think, for you, man. I, I got you, brother. Though. I got you. Hey, Kyrie, just thank God that it takes three votes oh, and not God. one. Because <laughs> if it needed one, today would be your day. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, be ready for the next episode. If, if Kyrie is back, in, oh man, I probably never, I'll probably never see it again on the podcast. If so, I'll be off on the side somewhere, or maybe the background. I don't know. I tell you what, if I ever am sick or anything, and I miss the podcast, I can just expect Kyrie to have a ton of words for me. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I know you're gonna mention something. I'm sorry. Um. Well, we were talking about the, the, the vision end of it. Well, I, I would say this. It creates, division comes because sometimes you have relationships with people and people don't understand your journey. They just assume that you arrived where you were just because, but they don't see the work. They don't see that you know it's 20 years of endurance they don't see it's 20 years of sweat and work all they see is man you have this you have that you've done this you've done that and sometimes that can bring division because people say well why not me why does he have this or she has this and i don't have this but they don't understand the sacrifice right and that can bring division right and part of that division and i agree part of the division is they they may not see your vision Correct. They may not see what you want to do and where you want to get to, but yeah, and probably they don't see it because of that. Well, and, and, and some of it can be people don't realize that you're probably actually in the same boat. Mm. You know, yeah, I may be making this much income, you may be making this, yep. but my bill to right here, I'm one paycheck from being where you think you go be without a paycheck. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't don't start looking at people and what they have and like, you know, oh, they got the extra resources. They can do this. They can do that. Why are they doing this? Why can't they help me? You know, there's a lot of people out here that's living check to check, millionaires living check to check. And they want check from being broke and on the street. So don't don't judge people like that. We just had that conversation. I think it was. uh uh, a couple months ago, we were sitting in the kitchen and uh, my brother was here and we were talking, what are you saying, Jeff? We were talking about, you know, it does not matter. The positions that we are in currently right now right. is by the grace of God. Because literally what LJ just said, everybody on this panel, I would say, I, I, I'm, I'm speaking for everybody. Everybody on this panel is one paycheck away from, oh my God, I got to figure this out quick, Right. okay? Not a situation of, oh, I'm going to miss a paycheck. That's fine. You know, I'm good. That's not true. It's That's why we talk a ton about faith and, and we talk about as a man thinks and 
the things that we're able to do in with as a man things is not because we have all the resources because we really don't we don't have the resources you know if you as a uh uh audience or somebody that would like to donate we'd love to have your donations we do a ton of things in the community we're impacting the world we feel asmanthinks.org right <laughs> but we don't always have the means to do it but we do trust god to be able to provide the means for us to do. And every time we wanted to do something, he's always provided for us to be able to do something. You know, we have an event coming up in Chicago, October the 7th. We'll be there as a man thinks. We'll be feeding the homeless in Chicago, impacting the city, yes. reaching out to our youth. Yes. Do you think that we had the means to do that? We did not. But God provided it. And he always does. So, that would be my add to it. Okay. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree 100%. And I'm looking forward to that event. I'm looking forward to the events that we've done. But what I'm looking forward to is seeing those out here that get connected to us and start to build their faith. So what we want to hear from you all is what does that mean to you? What does Brenda Fold mean to you? What does it mean to be connected to somebody, someone that you're building up, someone that you're not building up? And Kyrie, listen, I got your back, brother. We, 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 we hope you feel better, man. We let Courtney... Clown y'all, but you're with us, brother. We hope you feel better, man. But for real, don't miss another podcast because you already know what's going to happen. Now, if I miss another podcast, I'm really sick. I don't know what Kyrie doing. I'm hoping he's sick, but if I miss one, you know I ain't here. Look, man, when I call him today, he sounds just fine. Now, was okay. Kyrie here yesterday? He was here yesterday. He was just over here yesterday eating ribs and, and hanging out and wrestling around with the little boys and stuff. Now he's talking about, <clears throat> I can't. Okay. All right, bro. Who folded you up and got you sick? <laughs> Which one of these young teenage boys in the restaurant folded you up and got you feeling all sick now? I heard your son was putting in work, but who, who put in work on you, bro? Who, who, who gave you that work, bro? Let me leave y'all with uh, one one more thing. Um, and, and you can treat this in your, especially your business life, because that's what, what it was likened to, but in your personal life as well. Um, the, the quote is, I believe this is close to this, train your employees well enough for you, for um, them to leave, but treat them well enough so that they don't want to, Richard Branson. So, you know, you train your people so they can move on, um, but you treat them well enough where they don't want to. You train your friends, build them up as much as you can. And um, so, so they won't leave you. They can train others up and bring everyone up in the chain instead of pulling each other down. Um, I appreciate the time you guys allow me to have with you today on the podcast. Um, and uh, if y'all want to stream us, we're on Spotify, YouTube, and Captivate. Uh, like and share this episode, please. And any other past episodes, you can join us at um, asamanthinks.org. Donate if you please. Thank you. And I just want to say before I go, uh, shout out to a mentor of mine that we spoke about mentors. Um, rest in peace, Charles Ogletree. I know you just passed. Uh, rest in peace, um, brother. I appreciate you. Shout out to his wife and his family. You meant a lot to my community. You meant a lot to the Harvard community. Um, obviously, your mentors, Michelle and Barack Obama. You meant a lot. If you don't know him, Google Charles Ogletree. Great man. Great man of God. Great man of faith. He just lost his life to Alzheimer's. But rest in peace. Any other thoughts? 
No, nah, man, just hey, we got we got this event coming up um October 7th. Um, if you're in the Chicago area, you want to come out and uh you know represent, come on out and support. Um, you know, we'll be out there, we're gonna be feeding homeless, we're gonna be reaching out to the youth out there in the city, you know, and really just trying to empower them and and show them that hey, you know, you're not alone. You know, we got you, we support you, you know, and we're here for you. And all of those things that we do aren't, you know, without cause. So for those that have already poured into us and supported us, thank you. Thank you. We will continue to need your support. So as a manthinks.org, you can, uh, however you want to donate to us, we appreciate it. We are a nonprofit, so you definitely will be able to have that deducted as well. But as a man thinks, appreciate you. See you later. Later. Peace. As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission, and become legacy-driven, visit our website, asamanthinks.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthinks.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be a legacy-driven, as a man thinks.